0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.
1: If I would have to have a guess, I don't know, 23 billion, something like that? Okay, because that's the exact
0: figure. So I don't think you've had a guess. Unbelievable. Hello, and welcome to the In For A Penny podcast. I'm Mark Schoffman, a freelance personal finance journalist, and I'm joined by my financial planner friend, Joshua Gersler, who runs an advisory business called The Orchard Practice. Hello. If you'd like to know a little bit more about us, you can check me out at www.cavendishcontent.com and Josh at www.topfs.co.uk.
1: Each episode, we aim to give our perspective on the world of finance and money, and discuss some of the issues that crop up in business as well as everyday life. We hope that you'll learn something from our podcast as well as have some fun too. Hit the subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. You started
0: talking about the Sunday Times Rich List. So that is, yeah, I and mean, I think you were making a joke about always looking for yourself in there, which is a class, another classic Josh Gerstler dad's joke. Um, but yeah, the Sunday Times Rich List is an annual supplement that the Sunday Times puts out that um, estimates the wealth of Britain's 250 richest people or families. It's quite an, it's quite an aspirational list to be in. My bro- brother-in-law was once on that list. I was even. he? Yeah. What was he uh, in for? He, picked, he uh, started a... Um, oh, was because he started a sort of Jewish website that was estimated to be worth millions, but actually wasn't. It's, and it's during the dot-com boom where all um internet companies were worth millions and billions, allegedly, before they all crashed. Shame. So, you thought um, you were marrying into money. didn't work yeah, out. I thought, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, guess what the um wealthiest man in the UK is worth? Ooh, the wealthiest man in the UK. Let's have a guess what and he's worth. And I'm going to go. I should have said, yes, it is a man. It could have been a woman, but on this occasion, most, it's mostly men.
1: The wealthiest, man in the, the wealthiest man in the UK, or the wealthiest person in the person. Wealthiest person. Oh, I don't know. If I would have have a guess, I don't know, 23 billion,
0: something like that? <laughs> yeah, okay, because that's the exact figure. So, I don't think you've had a guess. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. And what, what was his name? I mean, that, I, I, I don't know everything. What was his name? His name is Sir Len Blavatnik. Okay. And um, he... Um, is well he's actually an american british russian businessman american british russian okay yeah. so lots of nationalities yeah um oh, he's a jewish boy good for him uh but yeah he's got finger in lots of pies petrochemicals oil finance entertainment and a lot of money yeah, very good. That's good. I mean, how far ahead is he of the the next richest? Then the next uh, is the Rubin brothers' property yeah. and investment. In About they're twenty one billion. And, okay. um So they're not far behind. Yeah. Um, you've got Alice uh, Usmanov and Arsenal, one of the Arsenal shareholders, thirteen point four billion. Okay. So lots of um, lots of people. What and um, what's interesting? Well, there's lots of interesting things. Is the um, minimum? Guess what? The, what the minimum amount you need to get in into the To the top 250? Yeah. It's got to be about 20 million, I reckon. Do you reckon? What is it? It's 616 million. Okay. Actually, no, it's um, 613 million. That's a a big amount. Yeah. So, it's still a lot. That's uh, Tom Gibbon and family. He scraped uh, in. a pauper. he he scraped in (laughs) the 250th. Scraped in. Um, Do you you know what he does? Uh, Property, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, the Gibbon family. Gibbons. And um, after that, Shepherd family are just above that six hundred and million. Okay. I d I I'm not even gonna Google what they do because I'm just gonna make a joke that they do something to do with sheep. No, I think they're something to a scrap metal, actually. Is it? Yeah. You've really been researching this. Shepherd family. Yeah, everyone knows yeah. about the shepherds. Um, another interesting thing I thought about the Sunday Times rich list. Yeah. Is the um, entry point to be in the top? Half like the um to be the, among the billionaires, okay. So now to get to the top 50, yeah, in um 2011, you needed a minimum wealth of 1.3 billion, yeah. Guess what it is now? If it was 1.3 billion, there, I don't know,
1: three and a half billion. <laughs> that is exactly correct. Um, this is
0: unbelievable. Yeah. You know, yeah okay you know i'm good That's, with money okay and so in to get him to a top 100 yeah in 2011 do you know how much you needed to in 20 well tell me what it is now i'll work it backwards so now it's 1.6 billion i reckon you needed about 600 million then we, uh, about 700 million okay so it, it does show that we sometimes do research this show my question is what is the point of this list
1: i think it's actually a very good question because you you were saying it's an aspirational list but is it like if you had 23 billion
0: mm.
1: well, i mean maybe you do but would you want that you know in the daily
0: papers and the sunday papers would you want everyone to know that you had all that money no but then for i don't know i guess a lot of people will be an ego thing and they want to be named in there To
1: yeah some people are yeah. egotistical if we if you had 23 billion pounds you could do with buying some new earphones because these are so uncomfortable. <laughs> I feel like my ears are going to getting squashed. Yeah. What would you? What else would you spend your twenty three billion pounds on? Well, p- apart from the the microphones and the new ears. Yeah, you just probably have a little bit left over there. I think there'd be a lot of charity if I had twenty three yeah. billion pounds because uh, I would be more than I'd need for the rest of my life. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not greedy. But you're asking what was the po- what's the point of it? Yeah. Um, I think it's one of those things where people like to look at people with like a a fancy lifestyle you know all the celebrity magazines are very popular and people on instagram there is that aspirational side of it it might not be that people necessarily want all of it for themselves but i do think people like to look at it and and see
0: how the other half live
1: what do you think the the point of it is
0: i think it does show a bit about how our economy is doing it's quite interesting but the types of businesses that are in there and a lot of the sort of main ones are now uh, sort of fintech payments companies and i guess if you look back over the decades or previous years it it would be very different so it just shows how our world is changing and the different type of people that are in there yeah so i think there's a societal societal I have been able to make fun of you (laughs) saying a word for a while so I enjoyed that one societal but other than that I just don't know if it sometimes comes across a bit garish and reflects a um, obsession with making money rather than why you actually need money and what, what your what what wealth should be for should it just be does it make does it make wealth just a status symbol rather than something that can help you achieve your goals yeah it's a good uh, a good point there I mean there is one thing in the
1: in the list there was a sort of the top charity givers isn't there yeah so it's not all about greed it is about people that give give money away so why I mean what is money about Mark
0: I don't see it as writing down on a list of people what I'm worth but to me it's to be able to pay the bills each month to be able to put money aside to save and invest for the future? I mean, how, how do you explain that to clients? Like how, how do you define wealth to a client? Uh, well, I think, let
1: me answer the first question, sort of what, what does money mean? For me, money is about choices. Mm-hmm. I think once you have met your basic needs of food and warmth and shelter, I think money gives you choices to do things that you want to do whether that be to not work and travel or go to football matches or play golf or go to the theater i think for me money is is
0: choices i like that And what about how do you define wealth it's, it's probably it's relative wealth so
1: i um I met with a client today who asked me if he's got a good pension and his pension gives him about £35,000 a year. Sounds good. Which meets, and he spends about £30,000 a year. He's retired and spends £30,000 a year. So for him, he's got a brilliant pension because it meets all his needs plus a bit more. For someone else whose expenditure is £100,000 a year, that's a terrible pension. So wealth is relative. And I think there's a difference. Some people view wealth as collecting money and assets. And for me, I think it's a similar thing. It's it's not similar to that. It's similar to what I was saying before, that it is about choices and, and freedom. If you are wealthy to me that doesn't mean you've got a big bank account it means you're happy and content with your lots and it enables you to do the things you want to do
0: and how do you explain that to a client though well couldn't i explain it i mean they don't ask the question but couldn't i just explain it how i explained it to you you could do yeah that was (laughs) nice but i a lot of people i guess would compare or may compare themselves to i don't know someone else down the road who's making a lot of money or driving is driving flash cars or something. How, how do you combat that sort of keeping up with a Joneses approach?
1: For some people, that that's important to them and it's not a good uh, attitude to have. You need to play your own game and focus on your, and yourself. Who cares if the neighbour's got, what did you say, a Porsche, a Ferrari? Who cares if they've got eight bedrooms and you've got two? It's about you and your family. You don't know. They might have these lovely cars and this lovely house. You don't know if they're happy. You don't know if they cry themselves to sleep every night, if they're arguing with their husband and their wife all day, if their kids hate them. Much, many more important things than money. And I know this is a personal finance podcast, but there's a more emphasis on the personal there than the finance when it comes to that. Mm. Have you... Um, what, do you ever feel that you need to keep up with the changes or feel that
0: oh no I'm way ahead of of everyone (laughs) do you ever feel pressure like that no I don't feel pressure but I think when you see people I don't know if you know someone who's getting something new or they're going on a nice holiday and you think oh I'd like to do that But I don't think it's jealousy it's just oh it's something you may look into and then wonder if you can afford it
1: yeah I think I know from from experience, you buy something new and shiny. The good feeling wears off after a few minutes. I learned I that long ago. That possessions are not—they're not the build and end all. You, know, you, you buy a new car, and it's really exciting. Well, you give me your possession you with pleasure. You let me know what you want. Hmm. But you buy a, a new car, and it's all exciting. And then the next day, it's, yeah, the buzz has gone. Or the next week, yeah, the, you know, the buzz has gone um i had one car i had for 10 years because it's it's a car you know, it's, it's, yeah it's um so i i don't feel pressure to to keep up with people or people to keep up with me either way and one of, and funnily enough coincidentally enough not funnily enough um, mrs g and i were chatting Definitely not funnily a few weeks ago about we we have a in our social life we we mix with we have different people in terms of wealth we weren't talking about their wealth but we're saying some friends like to go to expensive places and we're happy to go with them to expensive places and some people like to go to less expensive places and we're happy to go to those i just took you to burger king once and you're not (laughs) letting me forget it had to buy my own chips but for um for us it's about being with the people we want to be with it doesn't matter where we don't have to be seen to be in a a snazzy restaurant or or anything like that
0: I think that's interesting as well because if you are someone who is lucky enough to have a lot of wealth how much do you think you need to I guess tone it down for others when they're with you like should you expect people to be following you to like the expensive restaurants or the top class hotels um should you expect it only if that
1: if that is important to you so if going to Sna- uh, fancy restaurants and hotels are important to you. you'll soon lose the friends that can't afford to do it if you're telling them they need to go there all the time yeah that sounds like a bully i'm gonna get rid of those friends none of those are my friends i don't no, i mean you they mean the ones that have got more or the ones that got less than you more yeah you, i mean it's not a bullying thing but if they're saying to you every week come on let's go out and you're spending i don't know it's relative, but. 200 pounds on a dinner, a thousand pounds on a dinner, whatever it is, and, and you can't hmm. afford that, you're not going to be able to do it. You're going to get yourself into trouble. So you've got to look after yourselves before you worry about impressing your mates.
0: Okay. Is there a risk of
1: accumulating too much wealth? I think, I don't think there's a problem with having, I don't think you can accumulate too much, but I think your attitudes can change. And that is the risk. So if you suddenly, um, If you've got everything you ever need financially now, and you behave in a way that is disrespectful to others, then that's because you've got too much. Like we're saying, if you're trying, if you're expecting people to go to these expensive places all
0: the time, what do you think you can have too much? I think it's it's just a worry, I guess. If you start earning too much, you've got to worry about tax, and there's the government or activists often talk about this wealth tax they want to bring into repay for coronavirus state support so if if you suddenly did come into money and then the government decides it wants to clamp down on wealthy people you're in a bit of trouble i mean if you believe
1: in capitalism then you you will continue to try and earn and grow i don't think you should hold yourself back because you think you might have to pay some tax and tax isn't a bad thing if you pay tax on money that you've earned and that then distributes it around others, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Yes, as financial planners and financial advisors, we want to plan affairs as efficiently as possible so you're not paying more tax than you need to. But I'd never look at tax as a bad thing and, and try and illegally not not pay it. It's helping others. That's what
0: you're doing with your tax. Yeah, no, I don't think, I'm not saying it's just... No, I know I you're dodgy. I can tell that. <laughs> but how worried do you have to be about a wealth tax, like if one of the proposals that's been out is that I think wealth people are charged 0.5% on everything they own above £500,000. So if I'm a homeowner with a big property without a mortgage and a kind of massive pension, do I need to do anything and should I worry? Yeah, I don't know. I think there's been rumours for years about a wealth tax. So if it,
1: whether it will happen or not, I don't know. I think if it's based on property, that's a bit harsh because that's not a a liquid asset. If you've got um, a charge on your home, you've got to find cash to pay the charge. It's a bit harsh as opposed to if you've got money in the bank or assets in the bank, You, you it's more easy. They're liquid and you can you can pay it. So I wouldn't want to see a a wealth tax come in. I think the tax system as it is, although not necessarily ideal, the wealthier do pay
0: more because it is a percentage of of their earnings. So there was an interesting stat in the rich list where they said the 171 billion billionaires on the list have a combined wealth of 597 billion. And if they had a one-off tax of 5% on all their wealth, uh, on all wealth over a billion pounds, that would raise 19 billion and that would fund 19.7 billion for a self-employment scheme build five aircraft carriers or a channel tunnel i don't know why you would need to have a channel tunnel there we go Um, when
1: you hear these things about taxing the rich it's always a great idea for when it's people much wealthier than you Mm. but then you if you think about your financial position and let's say you can pay yourself someone who hasn't got a job who's who is on benefits let's say and it's struggling they want to tax you you know you are the rich so suddenly you've got to pay that as well so you have to think what's fair so it always seems fairer when it's further up the line but i think you've got to be careful with
0: things like that what about uh, we mentioned that there's a giving list as well with the sunday times How, how much should you worry not worry how much should you think about giving to charity when it comes to each month and you're putting something aside for saving or investing should you be thinking about your charitable giving at the same time? Are you talking about us, or talking about the people in the list? Us. I think charity
1: is very important. I think if you can afford it, you should you should give as, as often as you as you can, whether that's monthly or quarterly or or whatever it is. But you shouldn't give charity that then leads you to be in poverty. Yeah. Okay. So if you once you've taken care of your basic needs, I think you should give a bit. Even if you can only afford a pound a month, it's a great thing to do. Apart from helping other people, I think you'll feel good about it as well. So whether it's a pound a month, a grand a month, 50 grand a month, whatever it may be, it's a great thing to do. 50
0: grand, wow, 50 grand a month would be
1: nice. Yeah, it depends. It's all relative, as I yeah. keep saying. <laughs> I've got a question for you. Yeah? Don't look. Don't look at the rich list. Okay. Who is the richest in the world on the rich in the list? the world? Yeah. We can see in your glasses, don't you? No. The reflection well, of your Jeff, screen. Chef Bezos, isn't it? No. Oh, Elon Musk. No, you've got numbers two and three. Bill Gates? You've got number five. Oh, the Alibaba guy, Jack Ma-, Ma, is that his name? Uh, you've got number 31. <laughs> <laughs> the Walton family are number one. The, the Walton,
0: owners. no, that's a fictional family. No, Wa- the Walmart family, yeah, the Waltons. The Walmart They're called family. the Waltons. Are they? Yeah. Are they started Walmart? Walmart. Yeah, but where's the over mar- Mars? It. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Did they, uh, they also inspire the program of Waltons? I don't know actually. Well, why didn't that. you research this? You're right. I should have done. I really yeah. apologise to all the listeners. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah.
1: Well, I think I think the UK. I don't know. You might have the stats because you've researched this. But I think the UK in terms of billionaires is is behind the rest of the world. Is that in your yeah, thing? That's not in my thing, but the UK's is smaller, isn't it? Yeah. I, but it doesn't mean we're like, we, we are smaller, but I just yeah. think in terms of the size of the wealth, just I think some of these American and Chinese uh, entities and individuals have got so much more. Yeah. But they've got a bigger market to sell to. They do. So give them a break. Well, if you've got someone like Elon Musk and uh, yeah. Jeff Bezos, they're yeah. the global market. Yeah. So you asked me about the uh, what I would do with my 23 billion. What would you spend yours on? Um,
0: a better internet connection. Yeah, to start. New, start. new earphones, as we've said. I just I don't know how big your ears are, but it hurts your ears. Actually, I just it was quite hot in this room and my ears are actually really sweaty now from having this on. So maybe air conditioning. Yeah. I don't know, a razor. You could do with a razor, yeah. My dog chewed um, my electric razor charger. A bastard! Your dog watched through the wire. He chewed the wire, yeah. Blimey! Yeah, so I can't shave until I the house and order a new
1: one. That reminds me, you're a bit of a celebrity. You and your family, the Daily, <laughs> the daily
0: Mail featured you with your dog. Do you want to yeah. tell our listeners? Well, my wife paid to have our understairs cupboard or part of our understairs cupboard turned into a dog house. I thought she did it herself. Ah, yeah. Well, she got a handyman to cut the hole okay. and then she she decorated it, but the Daily Mail missed that bit. But she decorated it really nicely and did it all for under £100, apparently. Oh, really? It's not true? Yeah, that's not true. I wouldn't believe everything you read. <laughs> but she did very well and he he loved sleeping in there. And I, I'm even allowed to sleep in there sometimes as well.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so it was good. I, I saw that someone sent me the
0: link uh, that you yeah. were uh, in the papers I mean, so, I do write regularly. It's a bit annoying because I do write regularly for newspapers and like semi-serious news about Bitcoin scams and um, how to save and invest and how to get a mortgage. And then if you Google Shoffman now, you get something a, about built, a, dog a doghouse. House.
1: Well, yeah. I, I enjoyed reading the comments because I like anything that can <laughs> take the mick out of you. So okay. I, I had it. I don't if, know. If you've got that review, research that. You
0: couldn't be bothered to find out. No, People and Wartons annoyingly,
1: Wartons. I haven't got it in front of me, but yep. there were some good ones about they're so cruel, this family, leaving their <laughs> yeah. dog under the stairs. I, I wouldn't really do that, that to a dog. And those are the I- ones I enjoyed the most. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, should we go through one of the, some of them? Like, like, hold on, I'll find it. Go on, you read them out because it's probably they weren't your favourites on your phone. Yeah. One of the rules with journalism is to never read the comments because it just hurts the um, trolls as they call them the trolls you see trolls. I don't have
1: to worry about that because I'm not famous and no one really likes me and knows who I am yeah they don't, they don't they leave me alone which is quite nice I
0: mean it's got a lot of praise I've got oh bless oh dear god the dog the poor dog is being infantilized. well yeah he's, he's my baby so thank you yeah I, I don't lock my dog in small spaces it's unnecessary it's cruel it negates her ability to guard the house I don't think your dog should be have to guard your house no no you this should hide whole your episode. drug stash somewhere else. Yeah, this could be whole, just me reading these comments. Ridiculous, so shut under the stairs. How cruel, it's dark and unfair. At least in a crate, they're still with you and it's light. <laughs> stupid family. I mean, <laughs> that's my favorite one. Yeah, no, stupid and family. Poor dog. We do actually have a light in there, so, you know, and a crate, smaller than an understairs cupboard, so, you know. This one, I'll have to hide this from my dog. He has to slum it in a crate under the stairs, which might explain why he spends the majority of the time on his sofa um this pup is beautiful but do not leave him on his own as pups need to be around people as they're growing up i like his little bedroom he should not be left in the house on his own as he is young i mean this has gone from us just giving him a bedroom to sleep at night to actual tips on how to look after him when you know it's very good idea yeah should we move on Yeah, well, I didn't really have any other questions. Oh, so is that
1: that the end of today's show? Fantastic.
0: But, you know, if you want to uh, leave any comments about this show that are nice or not nice or talk about dogs, please feel free to leave a review wherever you download your podcasts. Lovely. Thank you. Yeah. See you soon. See you soon. Please remember, anything discussed in this episode shouldn't be taken as financial advice. But if you do need support, feel free to contact us on Twitter. You can reach me at Mark Shoffman and Josh at Josh Gersler.
1: We hope you've enjoyed the show. Please leave us a review on your podcasting app. That helps people find us and lets us know you're enjoying what you hear. So thank you for being... in for a penny.